Hey, walruses. Hello, walruses. How are you, walruses? Hmm. Are you keeping all right, walruses? I've missed you a little bit. I don't know. We're going to get back into it. Now, I hope you've enjoyed the last five weeks of the Speed Mentor podcast. Now, it was a little bit different from what you're normally used to. So it was episodes 127 to, to 132. And I wasn't there talking about you or talking to you about Walrus Island or I wasn't talking about your personal development and I wasn't there with the nipple clamps and the electrodes attached just to check that you were still awake. No, I trusted you to listen and I hope that you enjoyed the inside of what's going on in my my world at the minute. My new home of venture capital where the change aspires to create 10 billion of value from a 10 million acorn in the next 10 years. And you folks will have a front row seat right here, free of charge. And all I ask as your entry fee from you miserable bastards is a review of this podcast. So if you haven't done one yet, if you haven't given me the courtesy of a, of a review yet, maybe you should just get your finger out of your nose and go and do one right now. And, and make sure that you wipe the screen of your phone with a wee baby wipe or something like that after you've used it if your finger has actually been up your nose. So here we are. It's episode 133. We're up close and personal today. There's no Andrew Cuthbert. There's no Matt Thompson to shield you from me burrowing into your oral canal today. And I did say oral. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use some of what you've heard in the last few weeks to try and inspire you to be a bit more in your own life because that's ultimately what I do this all for. You see, I'm selfless like that. This is for you. It's not for me. Now, who else works that hard for you? Nobody. So you're going to get some serious attention today and I'll treat you to a wee song as well along the way because I know you've been denied the pleasure of a wee song for a while now and I'm sure you've been missing my singing. Well, some of you have anyway. So first things first, I need to set the scene of where we are. Why do you think I'm doing venture capital, folks? Why do you think I'm doing this stuff? Why am I getting into the tech space, which I know fuck all about? Why am I jeopardising my good name that I've worked very hard to build up over the years that's synonymous with honesty, openness, integrity and putting it all at risk by taking other people's money and investing it into what essentially are high-risk, albeit potentially high-reward, early stage startups. Why am I taking all that risk? Why the fuck would I do that? I have achieved virtually everybody's dream. I have a great business, the Wall Group, that I worked really, really hard to build up. There's an internal board that run the thing for me on a daily basis and I'm able to operate on a very light touch uh, management basis, essentially at the end of the phone, just to mentor and keep them right. Now, I could be on a beach in Spain for most of the year, okay? I could have my feet up or I could be getting maybe into a few passive income opportunities, investment opportunities like buying properties, which I I actually know virtually everything there is to know about them and I used to own 50 of them. But why am I not doing that? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, you see, just saying that out loud there, I'm thinking, why the hell am I not doing it? (laughs) Jeez, anyway, theoretically, (laughs) theoretically, And in fact, in practice, I could retire now in my late 40s. Now, I'm the luckiest man in the country. And I could spend lots of time on LinkedIn and on podcasts, building up my brand, instead of knocking my freaking pan in with all the work to do. But oh no, 
dickhead here who wants to double down and work even harder. Do you know why? Because I'm getting outside my comfort zone. I like getting outside my comfort zone. Facing potential failure gives me a buzz. Putting my reputation on the line so it could be damaged rather than sit on the bench. That's what I'm all about, folks. And this brings me back to you. Have you not made a promise to yourself to keep on growing? Have you made that promise to yourself to keep on growing? Isn't that why you're listening to the Speed Mentor podcast? Because you want to develop yourself as a person and maybe in your business too. Isn't that why you're here? Now, I know there are some spies from Dickhead Island probably listening in, but I don't think you're one of them. Well, I hope you're not. Are you? No, you're one of the ones who are listening in here because you really want to do something with your life. And if you're not, I want you to think back to the promise you made to yourself to keep moving forward, to continue to grow, to be the best version of yourself. When you make that promise to yourself, maybe it was two weeks ago at New Year, or maybe it was a wee bit longer ago, or maybe it was just freaking yesterday. Now, when was the last time you had that talk with yourself? And if you haven't had that talk with yourself, a promise to yourself to keep moving forward in the recent past, this is a good time to make it. Now, as long as many of the long-term listeners will know, I had that talk with myself, the big life-changing one that some of us have. I had that talk with myself at 27 years of age. I was a total bum before I was 27 years of age. And 22 years later, I'm 49 now, 22 years later, I'm still pushing myself each and every day to be better, to be the best that I can, to get outside my comfort zone on a regular basis. And it pays massive, massive dividends. So tell me this, have you stopped pushing yourself since you maybe give yourself a wee pep talk around the new year? Because you probably did. That New Year's night, did you give yourself, when you were singing, oh, Lurie, that was meant to be old lines. <laughs> that was meant to be old lines, ain't? by the way. Maybe I'm out of a bit of practice now because I haven't done a podcast episode for five weeks other than the ones that we recorded with Matt and Andrew. But on New Year's night, did you tell yourself in 2020 you're going to be the best version of yourself ever? That this year you're going to rip up your past piss-poor performance? That this year... You're going to make everybody believe in yourself. Did you say that to yourself on New Year's just two weeks ago? Well, what about actually fulfilling that that promise that you made to yourself for once in 2020? What about fulfilling it? It's a new flipping decade, folks. Why not make this the decade? You know all those wee pictures of people are are showing at the minute and wee things are saying, this was me 10 years ago and this is me now in 10 years. We are going to be doing that in 10 years from now. Why don't you double down and say in that when you do this in 10 years' time, the transformation is going to be absolutely huge. Um, what, about, what about just saying to yourself now, I'm going to walk out of my comfort zone. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone instead of wallowing in it. You see, that's part of the problem I, I see in the developed world. We're living in a developed world and we're reasonably, reasonably well off compared to what we were, say, back in Victorian times or in some of the undeveloped world. Now, we have so much fucking comfort. In fact, we probably have too much comfort in our lives. If we want food, we can get it when we want. If we want warmth, we just switch the heating on. If we, you know, want to go to bed, we probably choose what tog of duvet. Isn't that what they call a tog of duvet we want? 
Um, we sleep on memory foam mattresses so we're nice and comfortable at, at night. We watch whatever box sets. Before, we used to have to wait once a week to see an episode of Dallas or whatever it was that we were watching. Now, we just put a whole flipping box set on. We order our Domino's pizzas or whatever it else is it is that you eat. We order them online. We all want an app for everything. We want our cinemas to have these new director's chairs or VIP chairs or whatever the fuck they're called. We want to have sunny holidays every year. We want to have BMWs. We all have BMWs because we put them on tick. We want our kids to have designer outfits. We want subscriptions to our gyms. We want our razor blades to have fucking aloe vera in them. Jesus Christ, talk about being in the comfort zone. And you know what? We expect all of this and we get all of this. Is it any wonder when we have this much comfort in our lives that we actually can't face the feeling of discomfort? Because it's so fucking alien to us. So when we're faced with a choice of continuing in our shitty jobs or in our businesses that we're just about getting by in, there's still a level of comfort in all of that. As long as you're making a small amount of profit or you have a decent enough salary, you're on average, above average salary, there's comfort in the developed world. We become like crybabies when we don't have comfort because we demand it and we expect it all the time. So when you think about personal growth, there's very little chance that we're going to actually embrace it and do something about it because it's going to involve discomfort. And we don't like discomfort. We like, we are used to comfort. You know what we had, I just thought about that, we had, there used to be on TV, turn your heating down by one degree um, because it would save you a load of money and it would save the environment. We couldn't take that. We couldn't handle our heating turned down by one degree because we like our comfort so much on our comfy sofas, eating our comfy snacks, putting on weight. Fuck me. Right, even when I think about Waller's Island, you see, I was reflecting on this as I was preparing for this episode, even when I think about Waller's Island, we've made Waller's Island too comfortable for you. There's no more struggle on Waller's Island. We take care of every need on Waller's Island and we protect the Walrusians from discomfort. We have the best public libraries, we have the best transport, we have the best social security. We don't need that because we've all got great jobs. We've got trees and there's money growing down in the bottom of our gardens. There's comfort everywhere. But I'm going to make some amendments to the constitution of Walrus and you're going to make some changes to your life. 2020 is your year, maybe even your decade of discomfort. And that's what the name of the game is ahead for you. Where you develop so that you get like me and you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because that's where the growth is, my friends. It's bedded into my DNA for the last 22 years of training myself on this shit And now I want you to do the same. As soon as I'm comfortable, I'm off looking for more discomfort. Because I know that's where the growth is. But as I said, not enough of us are doing that. As we're so bloody liking of the comfort. Now half of us are walking around with freaking airbags deployed to the front. 
and to the rear. And some of you miserable bastards even have them at the sides too. Now let's get back to the days when there were no airbags, where you drive your car without a seatbelt, there was no fucking clunk click. I mean, anything Jimmy Savile said probably isn't true anyway. So cut loose and start taking all the fucking risks that you can. What about doing an exercise for the week ahead? The week ahead after this podcast, why not do an exercise Go on, kick a page out now and write down your next seven days or go and have a look at your calendar for the next seven days and then tell me how many of those days will you really actually be outside of your comfort zone. Now let's be honest, the answer is probably zero. And you know how many of my days will be outside my comfort zone? Every fucking day! Every fucking day I will be outside my comfort zone. That's the difference right there. I'll give you an insight into this. Just before Christmas, I was up with my internal board of, of the wall group. Um, we were re- reviewing the previous quarter um, uh, wall group's performance. Um, now, remember, the wall group isn't a tiny wee business. We have an eight-figure um, turnover, so we're not a piddly little business. So there is a significant amount that goes on. But I spent two hours with my senior team and we were up with our trading partners at the Henderson's, uh, Henderson Group uh, who own the Spar brand here. And I was really aware, even though we were going through some detailed numbers and a lot of stuff that was going on in the business and I'm not involved in the day-to-day stuff, but I was really aware just before Christmas that for the two hours that I spent with Henderson's and with my internal board that I felt nice and warm and comfortable. And I realised during that meeting that it was the first time that I had felt like that for months. You see, I was in control of the numbers. I know the wall group business inside out. And it felt really fucking good and warm and comfortable. And to be honest, for a little while I got into the fetal position almost. And I wanted to stay there for a bit longer than the couple of hours that I had. Because as I say, it was the first time in five months I had felt like that because the rest of the five months I've been spending with the change um, totally outside my comfort zone. I was in control. But after that two hours, I soaked it up. I really did soak it up. And I was able to showboat a little bit because I knew my stuff really well. Whereas normally in my day job, I can't showboat too much because I don't know it that well yet. But you know what? After the two hours, I knew it was time to get back to the discomfort. So when you're wondering what's the difference between you and those that are actually slaying it and have a massive success out there, they live in the discomfort all the time. So get that diary out right now and let's start looking at the next seven days. The Friday, the Saturday, the Sunday, the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, the Thursday. How many days are you really going to spend outside your comfort zone? Now be critical with yourself. How many are going to be having difficult conversations, negotiating things, learning new stuff, not knowing what you're doing, speaking at a fence, restructuring your business or your life, ripping up the script? As I said earlier on, it's probably none. Okay? Now this episode is a sign to get out of the beige in your life, to stop coasting, to stop dialing it in and to start taking your life by the scruff of the neck. And do you know what? I'm going to let you into a little secret. You see the dopamine hit when you step up to the plate and you deliver something that's really outside your comfort zone. It's the greatest thing you'll ever taste and it's very, very addictive. 
So let's double down on those New Year's resolutions and build this into our lives. It's the single biggest gift you could give yourself today. Now I promise that if you made a point of doing this even one day per week, even one day per week, it doesn't have to be done every single day and it doesn't have to be crazy stuff like setting up a venture capital firm in Northern Ireland. You can start with smaller things like joining a new group, maybe BNI, no involvement with BNI by the way, but maybe BNI or turning up to a black tie event sober rather than having preloading with drink and staying sober all night or making a call to that family member that you haven't talked to for years. Why don't you get outside your comfort zone and do something like that? Build it into your routine and your outcomes by the year's end will be unrecognisable compared to what they were in 2019. And you know what? There's only one song to get you in the mood for this lot. Answers on the postcard if you know who it is. Rising up, back on the street. Did my time, took my chances. Went the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. So many times it happens too fast. You trade your passion for glory. Don't lose your grip on the dreams of the past. You must fight just to keep them alive. It's the eye of a tiger. It's a thrill of a fight rising up to the challenge of arrival. And the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night and he's watching us all with the eye of a tiger. Face to face, out in the heat, hanging tough, staying hungry. That's what you need to get, motherfuckers. They stack the odds till we take to the street For the kill with the skill to survive It's the eye of the tiger It's the thrill of the fight Rising up to the challenge of our rival And the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night And he's watching us all with the eye of the tiger Rising up, straight to the top, had the guts, got the glory. Went the distance, now I'm not gonna stop, just a man and his will to survive. It's the eye of a tiger, it's a thrill of the fight, rising up to the challenge of a rival. And the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night. And he's watching us all with the eye The eye of the tiger Hope you enjoyed that week today That just kicked your January off folks Now before you go Can I just th- say a thank you to every one of you Who listened up in 2019 And I hope you'll continue to do so in 2020 And I certainly hope the eye of the tiger didn't put you off And that's hooked you in a wee bit more Now don't forget Hit me up on my social channels, particularly LinkedIn and on the gram, where I'm getting busy at the minute um, and spending most of my time online. And don't forget, I like to reward all of those who show me love. And I'll continue to give a shout out to all the people who review the podcast here in 2020 again. And here's one from 
Simsy B, S-I-M said Y-B-E-E, all the way from Australia, who titles uh, their five-star review, Wall Star. Wall Star, that's Wall and Star. Wall Star, I like that. Uh, it's a short little um, uh, review and it reads something like this. Wall Star, think the show is brilliant, Gavin. Keep them coming and good luck in all your ventures. All the best. Uh, thanks so much for that review, uh, Simsy B. Really do appreciate you getting in touch. So what are you going to do, folks? Are you going to keep banging on with a monotony in your life? Or are you going to pop your own airbags, cut the seatbelt, and drive an open-top Ferrari for once in your life? Do you know what? It's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.